Welcome back to another episode of the Ben Necessities podcast, episode 11, Rages, Bigger and Better. Oh, bigger and better. They actually do continue to get bigger and better because we've got someone on today that we haven't had before. No, and you promised us a new guest next week or last week and uh, we've delivered. I yeah. So, I don't know if I said you guest, but, you know, a guest. I guess. Uh, we'd like to welcome onto the show Daniel Metcalf. And for those who don't know, yes, he's my brother, part of the small suburbs band. How you going, Dan? Yeah, pretty well. Thanks for uh, having me on board. Any any time. Um, we're just going to chat to you today about, you know, just growing up in music, your, the band that you play in, and we'll cap it off with a bit of footy talk because I know you love your footy. Um, but yeah, let's get, let's get down to it, Arages. What do you reckon? Let's get down with it. Yeah, down with it, yes. As the Tooligans say. Um, picking up an instrument from a young age, Daniel, uh, was it always the bass that you're interested in or did you want to venture out into guitar, drums, or what intrigued you about the bass? Well, I mean... I started back when I was maybe like five or six years old. Parents got me into into piano oh. uh, to start out. So you're way off the mark there. <laughs> I feel like I should know that. <laughs> uh, and I did piano for a few years in primary school. And then uh, one day I didn't practice uh, in the week leading up. And uh, my teacher yelled at me. And... <laughs> And, uh, and made me cry pretty bad. So, um, <laughs> Obviously, a heavy influence on your life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he wasn't that remorseful about it either. So, um, <laughs> at that point, I thought I can't, I can't come back here. This is, this can't is it for me. On. I can't yeah. go on. Um, and then I got to high school and uh, got into guitar lessons. Uh, so, I did guitar lessons at school. Uh, I did that that up until year eleven. Wasn't really vibing that for a large portion of, and <laughs> sort of feel bad for how much my parents paid on guitar lessons <laughs> for the uh, for the amount that I, I practiced. Um, yeah, but we won't go into that anymore. Um, <laughs> and then after that, uh, we started a, a crappy little high school band in year twelve um, called Round the Back Strangers, and. Uh, <laughs> And we had four guitarists at the time and no oh. bassist. So oh, no. as the resident worst guitarist <laughs> in the group, I took the bass. So you took it upon yourself to try the bass. Uh, the people that are in that were in Round the Back Strangers, uh, how many of them consisted of the band that you have now? Uh, so two others. So there were six of us and oh, goodness. Um, yeah, way too many, way too many. Um, but yeah, two of them plus myself plus another guy. Um, started small suburbs. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you mentioned that you played in high school. Uh, did you perform at all in high school, or was it just something you did for fun? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, one 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 particular, I guess, gig comes to mind. Um, we had our year twelve party uh, the night before, and then the next day we had like the final assembly type thing where people go up and, you know, show the videos and do their performances and yeah. stuff like that. And we, uh, performed uh, tribute by tenacious D. Oh yeah. <laughs> and there's, there's a few, there's a few recordings going around of it. And it's just one of the most diabolical. Awful hey, do you actually have your hands on that video? No, no, not here. Not here. I'd have to search through the, um, the archives for it, but, um, if you do find that, I actually would love to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to ask uh, someone else in the band. I'm pretty sure the video is somewhere. But um, yeah. yeah, not not a performance that 
we look back on fondly. Very good. Um, uh, so small suburbs. So you got that started. How long have you been doing small small suburbs for? A couple of years now. Uh, I guess you could say a couple of years. More like you know a year and a half, maybe. Um, it all started out as Tom, uh, the the singer of the band, uh, wanting to, I guess, put together an EP as part of his bucket list um, for his life, I guess. And yeah, um, he. Yeah, during lockdown in 2020, he started the process of um, just putting some songs together and recording them in his home home studio, I guess you could call it. Um, and I sort of chimed in and played played the bass parts. Um, and then after that, we got a couple of other people involved um, and, yeah, got really into the idea of, like, wanting to play gigs and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah it only took us you know, a year and a half or so to get to that stage. To get to an actual gig yeah. to perform. Um, you're into How do you know Tom? <laughs> Is he a family friend or something? No, I went to school with him. So uh, year seven, we, we first became oh, mates. Wow. Childhood sweethearts. And everyone else in the band, uh, high school high school mates? So uh, Jack is the drummer and he's a high school mate as well. Um, yeah, and uh, Daniel, the tall one. Um, yes. So, yeah. Bit of a uh, fan favourite here at Ben. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the other Dan. Yeah. The other Dan, the, the, better, the better Dan. Um, <laughs> we just needed someone to sort of top everything off and he's the best guitarist that we know. So um, we looked no further and... Interest, I guess an interesting thing about him, uh, so in Round the Back Strangers, his brother, who's our age, um, yeah. was in that band as a guitarist and then uh, okay. decided to significantly upgrade. So you upgrade <laughs> <laughs> from, from one Nolan to the next. Um, your inspiration for your general play of music, actually, I'll ask you first, what's, what sort of genre do you reckon you play? Because we asked um, Joel the other week, about what type of genre he plays. And I think he said alternative pop. Is that right, Rages? Yeah, so it is what he said. And no one really knows what alternative pop is, <laughs> if we're being honest. Yeah, it's just, a, it's just a couple of genres thrown together. Yeah. Sort of makes sense. Is there anything you try to model your music after genre-wise or that you fall into? Uh, I don't know. We, we always deliberate over, like, who do we sound like? Um and we, we never really totally settle on um, any like particular band, which I suppose is a good, uh, goodish thing. Um, uh, I guess you'd probably call it alternative rock and garage rock, maybe. Yeah. Um, but even then, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what that is. <laughs> Has it come to your attention at any point <laughs> that a chorus in? Uh, don't cry to me. Don't cry to me. The chorus of Don't Cry To Me sounds awfully like the chorus to Seaweed by Hockey Dad. <laughs> now, if you don't know this, I'm going to need you to go and research this yourself because it sounds really, really similar. And we were trying to figure out which song was made first to see who copied who because this is a very interesting revelation. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know this. I'm not the biggest Hockey Dad fan of all time, but Tom and, Tom and Jack are pretty big fans. Um, oh. And I could almost guarantee that they modelled that chorus off that hockey ducks that song i i have no doubt in my mind there's a bit um, of vanilla ice and queen about this one oh god I, i'm gonna have to <laughs> tell tom that i'm not sure if he's totally aware of that because but... <laughs> i was listening through and um 
I went to a concert and Hockey Dad were performing there as well. And they played a song and I was like, this sounds, I've heard this song before somewhere, but it's not this <laughs> song. And then I went through and looked through it. I was like, oh my God, it's. Uh, we don't want to get a dub. We don't want to get a dub for plagiarizing it in there. <laughs> no, we'll say Small Suburbs made theirs first. Small so Suburbs, yeah. Hockey Dad copied them, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just go with that. <laughs> uh, the process of making, so you got how many songs released on Spotify now? I think you've got about like eight-ish, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, well, the EP, the original EP from 2020 yeah. um, was five. Yeah. Four, four songs plus an instrumental. And then we've released two songs in the last few months. I see that. Um, Seafoam Green's got a lot of traction, which is my personal favorite. But uh, the process of actually making that, that EP, you, I think you said earlier, it takes about a year and a half. But like, is it really intricate? Um and how do you actually like produce that and get that onto Spotify? Uh, Is it not someone not you're not the man I should be asking? <laughs> you're asking the wrong person that question. <laughs> That's all right. Um, Tom Tom has become super proficient at uh I guess uh, producing the songs, recording that so like recording the songs, mixing the songs, and then for this new EP that we're sort of slowly releasing, uh, we sent it off to a guy. Um, who does mastering so we just paid for that yeah um because yeah we we knew that we wanted a better production value on these songs than the first ep which um isn't great production okay well that's fair enough um we'll talk about some of your specifically some of your songs and we'll get to our favorite last but um some of the some of the uh, the, the lyric the lyrics uh, who's your who's your main lyricist that you that you go to or do you all kind of chime in have a look at the lyrics and uh, again i'd probably say tom has dominated that uh for the most part but uh if you like ryrie street which is the song that we most recently released uh that was pretty much all jack's doing okay um, pretty much every element of that was jack's doing um and then you know you chime in here and there with uh you know with with lyrics and and, and whatnot yeah yeah okay uh, I think a rage has got a pretty uh, a question. It, no, it's, it's a big controversy. Another controversy. Two already. Controversy, yeah. So um, Samuel seems to think uh, <laughs> one of the titles of the song is Temple Sixty Nine, as in T E M P L E. Yeah, right. Can you just confirm what the uh, actual title of the song is. <laughs> Uh, so t- tempo, tempo. So it is tempo. Okay, you idiot. <laughs> so I'll be. Oh, I've told you this like five times. Now. You definitely have, but I've definitely just like sing. I'm just not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> so yeah, no, we were going ham at the uh, the cherry cherry bar singing Temple sixty nine, and I was like, yeah, yeah you know, I'm gonna roll with that. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, is that, yeah, that's it, not, is that out on? It's not. I. Uh... I don't know. There's talk, talking about controversy, there's a bit of controversy in the band about whether we should release Tempo 69 because Tom's, you know, got this idea in his head that he doesn't want any meme songs in the band. Oh, uh, and you think you, you think, think this will become a meme no, song? But it's like it needs like that cultural. That's yeah. how they get to everyone going. And yeah, there's already a couple of those where you're sort of like, yeah, this could get everyone going. But I think Tempo 69 is the it holds the key. Yeah, I mean, at some stage, uh, even if I have to go behind Tom's back, we'll, um, <laughs> we'll record yes. the song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's one of our personal favourites. Absolutely. Uh, thank you. Thank you. 
Um, you spoke about, or I just spoke about playing at the Cherry Bar. Um, the process of getting from gig to gig and uh, actually being able to perform in front of a live audience, what sort of rush do you feel or what, is it, what does it feel like leading up to being able to perform in front of your friends, family or just other people who are just watching? Yeah, it was, honestly, it was pretty wild, to be honest. Uh, it was a, a real anxiety-provoking situation, um, especially playing at the Cherry Bar because we, I mean, at least I had this idea in my head of what the Cherry Bar is, is like an old school sort of, you know, really um, sort of classic rock uh, pub, rock sort of, rock sorry, rock pub, I guess. Um, where all the old bands, all the classic, you know, bands that came through the Melbourne scene would play back in the 70s and 80s. So yeah. I thought, you know, if we play 20 or 30 gigs, we might be lucky enough to play with Cherry Bar. And then, yeah, we got the call up after our, sec- uh, for our second gig. And uh, <laughs> what up from the twos? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it was, you know, a band pulled out and, you know, we got the call up. Um, it got us into the game. So, um, Medi sub. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, a few people fell sick, so we were lucky enough to jump in. But it was really an unbelievable experience, and you know, super grateful for you know you two for showing up and and all our family and friends showing up. Well, we sort of ran the whole crowd experience. I think. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> we sort of brought the energy, and everyone else sort of lifted up to our level, sort of thing. Um, I'll be honest, it was actually a bigger turnout than I uh, expected. There wasn't a lot of room to move. At the start, at the start we were sort of like, because we well, sure the, people were going to come. The first few really minutes, we were running into a few mums of the people of the band, and a rager just got left hanging by one of the mums okay. of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely went for the handshake, and yeah, I was we, there for no, a bit too long. Before. We've spoken about this before. We don't need to bring this up. Anyway, anyway um, the, there's lots um, of mums and family and stuff, so we were sort of like waiting, and then all of a sudden, people started coming in, coming in, coming in, and then it was like, it was full by the time it started. Like, there's a lot of people on the day floor just getting around it. Yeah, it was uh, it was a pretty it was a pretty bloody good turnout. Um, you know, we we real and it was in very late notice, so like two days beforehand, we oh. found out they were playing. So it wasn't like a couple of weeks in advance or anything like that. It was two days. Yeah. Um, and we just got the flyers out there as quickly as possible. And um, yeah, that's a pretty good turnout for two days of uh, two days notice. Yeah, I mean, it was lucky. It was probably holiday the next day, so people could uh, come and um, you know not feel as though they had to work or whatever the next day or you know things were getting in the way they had the next day off so it was you know it turned out pretty lucky in that sense Uh, so you're in earplugs what's the deal with that is it just is it just way too loud on the uh on when you're performing we're wearing earplugs while we play yeah yeah well i mean that's like a short like without not wearing earplugs is a surefire way to just completely wreck your hearing almost immediately is it okay okay yeah Yeah, that's That's fair Okay, it's fair enough. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's plain and simple as that. <laughs> um, what I was ask was taking on the rock and roll look. You talked about being uh, garage rock and uh, yeah. al- alternative rock. Um, is there a specific look you guys are going to be going for in the future, or are you just going to go with your work clothes? <laughs> yeah, we, we've got to we've got to try and change it up a bit. I think we're going a bit too formal. Um, I'm I'm all for you know, mixing and matching and, and doing a few different things and making... Ripping your jeans a little bit. <laughs> I guess. I mean, that's, 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 been, that's been done to oblivion, so I don't know about that. But, uh, um, you know, just like getting a bit more colour into it and not looking so formal and, and workmanlike, I guess. Would be yeah. Nice. yeah. Looking, yeah, kind of 
That's fair enough. Um, your you said. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised when you said it was your second gig. Why did you say that? The first, the first one was in Garaville or something, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, down at Kindred Studios. Yeah, we couldn't get to that. Shout out to them. So that was your first one. So yeah, I don't. You were pretty good for a second gig, like as in. I don't know, everyone knew what that to do. Everyone was like, you know, I mean, you could kind of tell you're a bit nervous at the start, but like, yeah. once you got into it, it was like, it was good. I was up and about, and like, that's pretty good for a second gig. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, you know, appreciate you saying that because when you're up there, um, yeah, you're in your pants. Well, yeah. You just got no idea what going on but also you, like i for half the time i was like god i feel like i sound like shit right now um, <laughs> yeah because <laughs> I, I can't you can't sometimes get like the feedback yeah, yeah. Um, so you don't exactly know how you're sounding and you're trying to match like when you're doing backing vocals you're trying to match you know tom doing his his main vocals and trying to keep time as well and you can't necessarily hear everything else that's going on so you sort of have to guess a little bit while you're up there you know the more the more popular you get and the you know the bigger you get um, the easier that becomes because you know people try and sort that out for you a bit more. But you know, a no-name band from the Western suburbs, no one's going to really bother with that. Um, those rehearsals. So you obviously, how many how many times do you reckon you rehearsed a week before going into your first gig? Uh, not so much second gig because it was a bit on the spot. But that first gig, uh, what was uh, the deal with that? Gee, um, not very often. Uh, just when we could, really. Um, yeah. So. I guess leading up to the first gig, we did probably two practices in the two weeks leading up, so one a week. And then before yes. that, I couldn't remember the last time that we'd practiced, but it was pretty inconsistent. Is it just muscle memory from now, like from now with your set and do you always play the same order or do you mix it up or what do you do with that? Yeah, I guess uh, for the first two gigs, we played exactly the same yeah. set in the same way. Um, but we still have like a couple of songs that we hadn't played. Um, so that's why we haven't played a gig for a little while is just making sure they're up to scratch and then getting back into the, um, into looking for gigs, I guess. Yeah. I was going to, yeah. Also the, um, some of the songs that you played on there haven't been released on Spotify. How many, how many songs do you actually have in the bank that you could, that you haven't released? Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. So there's three more. Um, all three of those we've played live, but we haven't released those yet, obviously. Um, there's a couple of songs that we have, released already but haven't played live as well so um you know those are the songs we're going to try and mix and mix it up with next time we play yeah okay that's fair enough um within the band the, in the well, four walls within the yeah within the four walls of the band well, yeah, yeah not even within the four walls of the band who's the when you get big and i say when not if because that's overconfidence that's <laughs> When, when you get big, who's going to be the cult figure? Who's going to be that guy, you know, when they when they you know, start playing the drums, when they string the first string on the guitar, who's going to be the one that gets that crowd going? Is there someone in the group who's like, who wants to be the cult figure or someone who's secretly in the background going to become it? Uh, look, I'll, I'll, well, I'll, I'll go through the list, I guess. Um, so Tom, who is, you know, the front man, rhythm guitarist he doesn't really uh, have that option i guess of being the cult figure because yeah. he's he's always at the he's, front yeah um, so he's he's like stricken off the list um i i like to put my stocks in in daniel um just because what he's capable of on the guitar is um 
far superior really to anything else we're capable of yes. without instruments um so he i feel like he's probably the front runner to becoming like the cult figure because he is the one that probably elevates our band from being you know relatively stock standard to you know something maybe yeah a little bit different than the rest two to three percent more unique i guess um yeah. and then there's uh, <laughs> then there's then there's jack i guess who's just trying to come to just terms. try to fit in <laughs> you know, he's, he's just trying to still come to terms with how to play the drums i guess and you know he he, he caught the sort of raw end of the stick when we first started the band because he'd never really played drums before um, really Oh. Uh, so he's doing a hell of a job, but um, I think he's more focused on just, you know, getting his instrument down, which he's doing an, a great job of, by the way, yeah. and really becoming any sort of cult figure. Yeah, kudos, kudos to you, Jack, if you, you listen to this, mate. Still his mustache? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll, okay, think, good. okay, good. I don't think that'll ever leave. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> we like the mustaches here. Well, That's his staple, yeah. We've, we've jumped on the other dad early Sam and I have because we it was one night when we were both sitting on the Instagram live listening to one of the one of your live live performances that you did yeah uh, yeah it's during during lockdown last year during lockdown yeah. on the small suburbs Instagram account um, and you were playing something and then the other Dan just started doing his own little thing on the second guitar and I was like this guy's actually really really good so we've um we've jumped on him not to you know discredit anyone else in the band but we're I think we're jumping on the other Dan yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you all the way. I'm on that train for sure. <laughs> so I mean, the, the mustache man's all right too. <laughs> the mustache man. The mustache man. But everyone loves a bass, bass guy. So yeah, yeah I, Tom, I guess so. Tom, that's got to pull a few strings to get to your level. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't have hold out much hope for Tom to be honest. But um, <laughs> yeah, he, he does a lot for the band, so he 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 earns our respect in other ways. A lot of behind the scenes work, a bit like you were raised. A lot of behind the scenes yeah, work that no one really appreciates. You just don't reckon? Everyone's like, "Oh, it's that Sam guy from Ben." Oh, from Ben, it's it's him, and, and probably and who, some guy. And, who you, and who's bro? that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely cop a lot of who are you. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that guy? Next, next, move on. <laughs> um, do we want to? Do we want to kick on to the? Uh, yeah, to kick the, on. Kick. Shut up. To the to the the, uh, the exciting part. The one that, that many fans wait and, and hope that they can be a part of, but only some some get that special opportunity. And today, Dan, you get that special opportunity because you're going to be part of our music games for today. Beautiful. Um, uh, can't wait. Arrange, do you want to explain to the fans and Dan what we expect of him? So a few weeks games. ago when we got uh, Joel on the show, uh, we played a new game uh, and it was we'd name an artist and then you'd get 10 seconds to name three songs. By that, by right. that artist. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's it's really Stress hard. Well, it Absolutely, is, it it's a bit like your first gig, gig. So you, it's thought. nothing foreign for you. We might we'll see how you go in the first one, and then we might push you out to fifteen seconds. It's, <laughs> a, it's a work in progress sort of thing. Um, and then the second game, I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with it, is guess that track. So you'll yes. um, you'll yeah. have you listen to a little bit of the song, the start of the song, and you'll get. Um, oh, I forgot what the time limit. I think the time limit's like. 20, 20 seconds or something. We'll give them 25. We'll see how we go. 25, I think it is. And you get one point for song name and one point for artist. Artist. Right. Joel got seven on guess now, track. I don't... Actually, actually, it's something I wanted to bring up with you as well. Did you listen to the episode with him? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I oh. listened to it last week. Thank God. Uh, thank God, because we did pick different songs. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to... We were going to give you the same songs. 
Hey, I, you... I, listen, I listen to this every now and then. I... Uh, that is absolute bullshit. He dabbles in bare necessities. He dabbles. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Uh, do you want the timer up or? I'll hold it. I do. You, I'm the you're the clock man. All right. Fair enough. I'm behind the scenes right. and you're just, yeah, you're the face of the organization. Um, so you've got to get 10 Apparently. seconds. All right. All right. Uh, the first artist we're giving you is Imagine Dragons. Oh, are you kidding me? We got 10 seconds. Uh, I know the radioactive song. I know oh, Demons, I think it might be. Yep. Uh, oh, and I, I couldn't honestly name a third song by them because I think they're not very good. Oh, you, oh boo! <laughs> I agree with that. Hey, oh, don't do like, this to me! Yeah. Don't do this to me! Oh, Dead Ebb's going to be my cult figure. <laughs> <laughs> working up the rankings. Oh, what an yeah. opinion. Um, so yes, sure. Radioactive and Demons are two songs from Imagine Dragons. It's actually a pretty good start. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bump it up to 15. I'm going to bump it up to 15. Because All I right. can get three out of three for the next two, two All right. artists. Alright, uh, the next artist we're giving you is Bruce Springsteen. Uh, born in the USA uh oh my god um god you really do lose it when you're in this position don't you? Uh, it's a hot seat uh uh oh jack's gonna hate me for this one because he loves bruce Springsteen. mustache man the mustache uh, man hates him oh no oh, Rage is a mustache man and you're a mustache oh, man as well we're all mustache Ex- men yeah. for sam Ex- no I'm a little bit yeah. You can it, yeah yeah good uh, try you had yeah i'm on fire dancing in the dark yeah yeah it's it's very tricky once you get in the uh in the hot seat. It's the hot seat. People are like, oh, I can't believe you didn't get it. But like, how did you get in the hot seat? Yeah, yeah. You've also got to you've also got to give me uh, a singer that's good as well. Oh yeah, because Bruce is just yeah. (laughs) Well, we'll we'll give you we'll we'll give you an artist that pretty well well known. Um, you got the timer ready, Rages? Because the last artist is Billy Joel. Uh, piano man, uh, Anthony song, I think it's called. Um, and uh, uh, nah. no, this pip deal at the line. Do you have any? Just, just spit them out now. Uh, I, I'm picturing the music video for it, but I can't remember the name of it. There is uh, moving out, or moving out in brackets. Anthony song. Yep, that's out. right. Um, what was the first one? Piano man. Piano man. Obvious one. Uh, there. Any others? Just uh, top of, oh yeah, we got. We didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that one. That old chestnut. Uh, I'm saying, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> you got. I, I'll tell you what. We. I don't. You I don't know, know what Joel got. I didn't I don't write know if you down. Remember Joel's, but we gave him. We get, who did we give him? Uh, I've got him written down here. Uh, we yeah, gave him yeah. Michael Jackson. Michael he Jackson. got one or two? He got one. He got I one. Think. We gave him Powderfinger, who he got one for, barely. And we gave him... <laughs> who else? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. And he got uh, he, one for that as well. Yes, I think barely that's right. One. So, in terms of how you did... So, you know what's actually... Really ironic about that, like, isn't it ironic that you the most songs that you knew was from Imagine Dragons and they suck? And they so suck. that's well, he got good. from Billy Joel as well. So, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, big Billy, yeah, yeah big I mean, Billy. Imagine Dragons, they, they had those two big songs when I first you know heard about them, and then afterwards, uh, you, you've told me about this, yeah, away. they yeah. sold out, they sold out apparently, and did something like that, uh, anyway. <laughs> 
not bad. Uh, well, not bad from Dan. Not bad. But we'll move yeah. on to yeah. everyone. We'll everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite. Uh, cure it. We're probably oh, not going to put the scene. No, we're not going to. No, we're not. Um, <laughs> uh, if you just jump on the your Instagram, I'm just going to DM you the songs. Um, mm-hmm. I'll chuck the first one in now. Don't start the timer, but I'll just chuck it in now so that it loads. This is so exciting. All right. Wait, how do I? So just go on your Instagram DMs. I don't think it's sent yet. Make no, sure it's a video as well. And not yeah, it is a video. Because <laughs> yeah, we definitely said to Joel, I don't know if you kept that in. I sent Joel a photo and he's like, I don't think we can hear it. And I'm like, no, Joel, you can. I sent you a video. Just turn up your volume. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's a photo. Yeah, it says so. sent a video. So, uh, okay. oh, so that's good. should so you I can, click on it? Or? Yeah, uh, you can. Well, we'll get the timer ready first. Yeah, I've got it ready. I've, I've... Oh, you've got it ready. Oh, you're yeah, over. I've got it. Yeah, in your own time. Go for it. Uh, yeah, just start it whenever yep go yeah uh, that's uh that's life in the fast lane by the eagles oh he's jeez he's early he's early days that's uh that's 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 favorite song that is it that's cheating I actually did not know that. Bias here. Uh, I'll definitely test that after this. Um, but don't good. don't be don't be fooled. We start them off easy and we get harder. Yeah. So okay. the next song is being sent in right now. Just wait for that to load. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in black day, CDC. Well done, well done. He's on the board early. Oh god, Sam. No, see, no. that's what no, that's what I'm not having because you gave him that song. I gave him the first one. I didn't give him that song. I said, give him something from my like ACDC or Bon Jovi. And I definitely picked the one that, you that was liked the most on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll send the next one. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, well done, Rages. You stop. The ball. You just love stumping people, don't you? Oh, you love I'm a wiki keeper. I stump so many people. <laughs> uh, I I barely even know that tune. Like oh, sound, so. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, my friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably it's probably the only place that I know it from because yeah, that's ringing sorry. a bell. Yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, come and get your love by Redbone. Come and get your love. Oh. No shit. That was, that was a good one. Well yeah, done. Stumped him. We stumped him. We stumped the man. Yeah, He's still got two to come, though. If he gets... God, if it gets harder than that, then I'm screwed. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Can't remember the other two anyway. Yeah, neither. Um... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's got... He gets max points on the final two songs. He defeats Joel and arguably oh, deserves wow. a role in DMAs. So here we go. <laughs> Okay, I can honestly say with all truth that I have never heard that song. Yeah, that's how it is. You. We need to find a happy medium. No, there is no happy medium because that's <laughs> one of the all-time great no, of, you... of the music scene. And you're telling me you haven't. You have a guess. We love guests, like just any oh, random just, guesses. Oh, like, throw, throw a wonder over Isis if you want, but no, it's not. <laughs> uh, uh, is it old or new? It's, is it's it old. Like the last old. No, it's old. No, it's it's old. All right. Well, I'm just gonna throw a name out there. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Abba. Kudos for the guess. Um, it's Prince. It's Prince, my uh, friend. 
It is Kiss, Kiss. by Prince. Yeah. Oh, that one, yeah. Um, uh, good one. Yes, another um, last one's coming in now. I don't remember what the last one. I was. don't remember it either. So we're just going to trust you. You probably trust say any song, word. and we'd say, "Oh yeah, it's that one." Um, yeah, the last song's in there. Hopefully now. All right. I mean, this is like this is a like a tune that everyone knows when it comes on, but. Can't think of any of the words to it. Razors, I'm putting you under the microscope. Uh, yeah, no, you're banned. No, that's, that's <laughs> Onsets dementia. Nah, that's uh, yeah. That, that's that's my bad on that one. Erasures, that was a good uh, that was a good one. Um, mm, that would be Let It Go by Passenger. By the passengers. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my god, I got so confident after the first mm. two and just. Lost and that's what one. happens when Sam gives you the song. He just builds it up. He, he, Build it up, and then I come in, and, and then you ah, just rain absolute uh, hell. Extremely disappointing, Samuel. They were like the two, two of the most obvious song choices <laughs> in the world. Oh, you know what we will tell you? What'd you get? Four points. We will tell you. You didn't come last in terms of the other people that we are. Uh, no, in fact, you probably made finals. You probably did make finals. Yeah, and that's finals. still going as well. So, oh, yeah, God, low bar. <laughs> yeah, well. I will tell you that Liam got five out of ten for his. So yeah, probably easier songs. <laughs> yeah, we right about that are. one. I think they were. I think they were chosen by Sam. Um, okay. so <laughs> you unfortunately lost to Joel uh, in Guess That Track, but that's that's fine. You, you got him in the um in the new game that will we'll probably name at some point. Name and name that. Yeah, so. oh, Kudos to you. Hold on, do a round of applause for that one. Actually, uh, um, if you, you want to, if you if you want to stick around for ten more minutes, we want a couple of hot takes uh, in terms of footy that's happened over the last couple of weeks. Do you want to stick around? Yeah, yeah, I'll stick around. Okay, like, stick we understand you're a big bombers man, and is uh, is unprofessional travel snapper also a bombers? That man? is Liam, by the way. Yeah, Liam. Liam is um a, a pretty like sad fan. I think like what he's sad. He just fully full. I mean, you got to respect it. Like he just fully gets into it. Like he's taken my. Love for Essen and just you know catapulted to the moon with it. I guess. Yeah. Oh, he's left you behind. Yeah. Do you want to uh, give, yeah. give us an example of? I'm thinking. I got one on the spot that I can think of that happened this year of Liam being a, a sad Essendon fan at the uh, Geelong game. Uh, <laughs> I think I know the one you're talking. About. I'll let you talk about that one. But yeah. So <laughs> yeah. From I guess yeah. From my end, like just unbelievably supremely confident. <laughs> oh. With Essendon's with Essendon's like ability, um, oh, and and belief that they're going to win, but you know that's that's just him, like o- overly optimistic, and I just like to hit him with a dose of, of real reality you know, check. Like, yeah, reality. Uh, just let uh, him know that we're not very good. I'll tell you what happened. We were at the uh, Essendon Geelong game first round, and it was half time. Geelong were twelve goals nine to Essendon three goals three, and we were about. F- two minutes away from starting the third quarter and Liam goes to me, he goes, you know what? You're not out of it. We're, we're not out of this. If we get the first one or two, we we actually might sneak away with yeah, this one. And Daniel chance. just goes, shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was not feeling it that day. Not feeling it's, it. It's a 10-goal ball game at halftime is what you're trying to say. 10-goal yeah. ball game and Liam thinks... 
Liam thinks that we're in it. We've got to write where we want to. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about the uh, Essendon losing. Essendon winning. Big two metre, seven seater, oh, pie eater, eyebrow razor, trailblazer. <laughs> player of the round. Player of the round. Big man, two metre. How'd you feel on the weekend getting a win? Unbelievable. Over the, uh, over the Hawkers. Truly the, the best feeling I've had all year, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> just couldn't, honestly, could not believe it. Went in with zero expectations, which is now how I went to, how I enter every Essendon game. Uh, yeah. Um, and. It was going, it was heading that way. It was heading, you know, towards like a 20, 30 point loss. And I was like, yeah, this is just standard. Another week losing. And then bang, last quarter. Two liter, meter. Two liter. Uh, two liter. Yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call them. Um, <laughs> he uh, just pulled a rabbit out of the hat and, and uh, brought, us, brought us home, unfortunately. Uh, two liter. Two liter. <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Uh, that goal on the run was pretty. Uh, was actually pretty spectacular. I'll give you that. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Just yeah. unbelievable work. That was man. the slowest jog from about. Tw- he was about twenty he meters outside the fifty yard. Yeah, <laughs> no, it got there. It got there. That's yeah. No, I watched pretty much the whole game. That was pretty. Good. It was a good game. You just love when Essendon have been pretty poo this year. No offense, but let's be honest, they've been pretty oh, poo. Yeah. yeah. And when they're coming and all like. Every Essendon fan in in the stadium is up and about, and there's just a roar every time they kick goals, and they're coming, and they're coming, and they're coming, and they hit the front. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is good. Essendon oh, fans love yeah. to get a bit rowdy. Yeah, they do, and and you know that's why I think Liam's the perfect <laughs> Essendon fan because you know for the most part we're all a bit overly optimistic, and you know some people will say. And yeah, we're going to make a run for top eight now, and you know, watch out because you know we're we're just hitting our strides. And uh, I'm not sure about that. I feel like we're going to play Sydney this week and get absolutely destroyed. Well, they just lost the Gold Coast, and two leaders just kicked six. So I think you're in a good little spot here. <laughs> uh, you do historically play pretty well at the SCG, which is something to hold your hold your hat on. Yeah, a lot of honourable losses there. Yeah, that's true. Um, more specifically, I wanted to bring up because you, you've been telling me, Daniel, that we need a bit more uh, debate or a bit more topical. Something that's going to get some so, a rise out of some of the fans at, here at Bare Necessities. I want to talk about um, the score review system and the lack of ability from a goal umpire to see if the ball's actually gone through for a goal or not. I don't, I think, I'm not sure if it was the Essendon game, it might have been the, the Carlton was, game. Um... There was, I think one was in the Essendon game where it went like the wrong side of the post. Yeah, that's the one. And yeah. And the goal umpire actually didn't know if it went for a goal or not. Like oh, you're standing right there. Yeah. How do you not say that? What do you, what do you, what do you think about the, the score review system and the, the lack of ability of umpires? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> we hate umpires here, by the way. Oh, not, not, not my, not my most exciting topic to talk about, but, uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, chucking in two cents. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess like every umpire is going to make mistakes, and this game is probably, I think, the most the hardest game to umpire in the world because the rule changes occur so regularly, and there's so much like subjective input uh, from the umpire to sort of you know decide whether something's you know a free kick or not or whatever. But you know you should you shouldn't be missing those ones when the ball goes the wrong side of the post. And uh... <laughs> well, I haven't got the field umpires here. I understand that field umpiring has to be one of the hardest jobs you have to do as a sports umpire. But when you can't save the ball, when your sole job is to watch the football go through either between the goals or the behind post, you should be able to see if it goes between the goals or the behind post. Like, seriously. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, they must have been daydreaming or doing something else. I don't know. Too caught um, up in the moment. One of the Essendon cheer, cheer squads. There was, there was one where the ball slammed into the post. Yeah. And That's... the umpire got, the goal umpire got like got bowled flattened. over. Yeah. <laughs> Surely if you're the field umpire, you can see that though. Well, you're the goal... If you're the field umpire. <laughs> right? Well, so what happened? Dead in, dead in front of the goals, right? He's standing right, right in front just to watch the yeah. contest in the goal square. The ball slams into the post and he calls... For a score review, it just doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the problem is, yeah, I mean, they want to make it absolutely sure because if if they make a mistake and they don't review it, then they're going to get absolutely murdered by the media and players yeah. and fans alike throughout the week. So they're probably a bit anxious, and uh, they just want to make sure they get it right, even yeah. if it holds up the game and it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Well, we we have a go at the umpires, but once who? the person is they go to for the, the score view he is an absolute machine on the uh he just looks he goes yeah point go like he i don't know who that is but he needs some praise it was it was never always that way back a few years ago when it first came in he was the slowest moving individual going around <laughs> and uh i think someone gave him a kick up the ass and said just get a move on mate it's not get all it. you, so um yeah. yeah so he's 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 definitely upped his game and probably deserves a bit of a pay rise absolutely um, there was a game on the weekend between the D's and the uh, Saints. And before I get into what happened, uh, James Harms went for, well, really quickly, James Harms went for a goal. He picked up the ball in the this Ford 50. This weekend, I don't think. No, it was this weekend. It wasn't the Saints it was, game, was it? Yeah, it was the D's Saints game, wasn't it? No, oh. no, it was the week before, I think. Who did, the, who did the D's play this weekend, last weekend? No, they played uh, the Saints on the weekend. No, the weekend before, who did they play? No, it was D's Saints. It was D's Saints. I know it was. It wasn't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I can bet my bottom door. I played together on the Sunday. The D's played the Saints on the weekend. Yes, yes, they did. I'm talking about the weekend before. Oh, you think uh, it happened in the weekend before? Yes. I okay. Oh, okay. Fair weekend. enough. All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, what I wanted to say was James Harms picked the ball up in the Ford 50. Uh, Stiff-armed whoever he did. And he snapped the ball. And uh, Tom McDonald's taken a mark on the goal line. And I don't know how we feel about that as as a as a... Someone who they claim to have nearly kicked goal of the year, which is, first of all, absolute bullshit. Yeah, uh, no. What are you doing in that situation if you're a full forward, Daniel, and you're Tom McDonald and you see that ball coming towards you? I mean, the respectful thing to do would be to let it pass. Um, and I feel like he probably, probably would have copped a bit of heat from that after the game, especially from the coaches, because I think Melbourne based their game on uh, unselfishness and playing for your teammates, and he yeah. just... He just wrecked Hums then, and that was that was not not fair, not fair. I, I reckon I, I'm, I'm not for it, not for it. <laughs> no, because I reckon he's playing for his spot a little bit there with Ben Brown and uh, I think it's Wiedemann. I think who's also in and out of the side. Yeah. Um, I think he actually said in a post game presser to the to the media that he uh he needed the goal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he needed he needed the goal on his stat sheet or something like. That. I, I I'm almost certain that's what he was going for. He's like. <laughs> They won't know how I got the goal. They just know it was a goal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he definitely would have been. Uh, he definitely would have been fined by the boys at the D's oh, down yeah. there. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Um, a team that isn't going so well. We move from D's to the Dogs. What's wrong with the Dogs? Just a just a quick thirty second take from you, Daniel, about what you think the Dogs, how the Dogs are doing, and if you think they'll make the eight. Oh, it's, a, it's a good question. It's a tough one. Um, they've definitely. I feel like alongside Essendon have been maybe the most disappointing team of the year yeah. uh, so far. They 
I don't know. It feels like they have 22 midfielders or 20 midfielders and maybe a couple of key position players, and that's a bit of an issue um, because I think they're undersized. And, uh, you know, they've had their fair share of injuries, like Tom, uh, Tim English going uh, Keith out. Keith is out. Not good. Keith is out. So they have lost some of their key position players, but I reckon uh, I reckon I'm not sure if they'll make the eight. I feel like they're going to fall somewhere between 6th and 10th. Um, There'll be one of those teams there right in the mix, but I don't know. Bont hasn't really been up to it this year as well. No, he hasn't. Um, I don't know if he's injured or not, um, but yeah, they're sort of lacking in a few areas. At the well, moment. he got managed uh, in the Port Adelaide game, a game which I thought they generally play pretty well at Port Adelaide, and I thought they'd go over there and beat him by you know, a couple goals. But um, they got yeah. steamrolled by one of the more average teams so far in the competition. Port Adelaide on a little bit of a run now. But are you right about the Dogs? They, they have too many people who want the ball, not enough people who are role players. And I think you need your role players in your team. Like uh, Essendon, not Essendon, the Melbourne have uh, Ed Langdon, who is like the ultimate role player in that team. And I think he provides so much that so many teams don't have. I think yeah, that's I what the dogs are lacking. Definitely agree with that. You can put like Angus Brayshaw in that um, picture in as that well. Mix, like, yep. Super unselfish. Um, All like their small forwards. You know, they're the blueprint at the moment, so other teams should... Have Rages, is there clear, like, is there a... Is there a the seven length gap between D's and the rest of the competition, or do you think someone's going to pip them? Um, a bit like what happened to Richmond in 2018. Yes, thank you for that uh, reference. Um, they, <laughs> Rangers go to Richmond, by the way. The D's got West Coast in Perth this week, so I mean, I'll probably put your house on. <laughs> If they get their confidence boost any more than being 8-0, there they go. They can go win that. I mean, then they play North. It's really... Jesus Christ. It's, I mean, <laughs> I can't see... They play Frio at the G, and something I've... tells me that could be a decent game of footy, but... I'm still not buying into Frio. Uh, like, I don't... I seriously think they can go and win every single game they play this year. Yeah. I think I... it'll just be... They just yeah. they look that good. They do. I think. Uh, I think. I think the clear second best team is Brisbane. Yep. Um, I would agree with that. And then after that, it, you're looking at you know, teams probably like Frio, um, who are playing unbelievably well. But let's see when they come up against like a Brisbane or a Melbourne. Um, I, I just don't think Frio have enough scoring power. Like they they're really good at strangling teams and holding teams to under eighty points. But when it comes to you need. Maybe you, you have a slow start. You're down by four goals against a really premier team. Um, they might find it hard to put a lot of goals on in a short amount of time against the Melbournes or the Brisbane's of the world. Yeah. Um, agree with that. yeah. Uh, what else we got? The stand on the mark rule, something that I have absolutely hated this year, uh, specifically for its lack of consistency and people's ability to exploit the rule itself. The example I'm going to use is the Eston Hawthorne game. And there was a, I think it was Dylan Shield who took a mark or a free kick in the center square. And um, one, of you, one of your Essendon players went to run around the mark and the Hawthorne player went to follow him and he faked it and went the other way. So the Hawthorne player went on the other side of the mark. And because of that, he wasn't following anyone. They had to call a 50 meter penalty. Like that just seems absolutely absurd to me that you're allowed to call that. I feel like if you're the umpire, you should be able to see that both players are coming in behind the boy that's taking the mark. And you should be able to see that they've one's duped the other, basically, and they've ended up splitting, right? Yeah. So you don't pay it because, I mean, it's not really fair to pay 
a 50 meter penalty, which is going to take him from the center square to a shot on goal or close to a shot on goal just for that. Yeah. I agree with that. I reckon, uh, I reckon the rule, I was totally not for it, uh, last year when it first came in. Um, but I haven't minded it. Um, you know, the more that I've seen it happen and I've seen it sort of, you know, play out, but, um, I definitely agree with that part of it. Uh, there needs to be some, some sort of regulation there, but yeah. I don't yeah, like the extra do about that. Yeah, I don't like the extra rules, but maybe it should be a twenty-five meter penalty. I mean, it probably makes it a little bit more complicated change, for the. Ch- yeah, change the the yeah. Co- what's it called? The consequences. The, 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 yeah, the consequences, the consequences for... of it. If you're going to add that many things that can, you know, end up being fifty, then mm-hmm. don't make it fifty. Shorten it. That's my opinion, anyway. That's your opinion. We just give opinions here. The necessities. Opinions. Pair opinions, that's what we're going to call the new segment. Uh, we'd like to, I think that's all we got time for with you, Dan M. Uh, we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your night, your busy schedule, to join us and talk a bit about your band, Small Suburbs, and a bit of footy talk at the end, which was definitely insightful and interesting for people listening. Uh, yeah, we'd like to thank you very much. Cool, yeah, thanks for having me on. Good job, guys. Uh, big fan of the podcast and uh, <laughs> keep doing your thing. Oh, we will. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, don't you worry about that. We'll, uh, we'll put some things up for small suburbs so people know where to find you and stuff like yeah. that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely need a bit of a, a bit of a kick up the ass in terms of uh, Instagram followers at the moment. Yeah. So if you could just put the good word out there. We will put the good word out there. Absolutely. Anyways, um, and then something I like to say, uh, just yeah. just really quickly before we uh, before we before we finish. Um, Daniel, may the bare necessities of life come to you. Thank you. That is exactly what I needed to hear today. So, uh, be blessed by God so, himself. Thank you so much. <laughs> that is quite all right. <laughs> thank you very much. Awesome. No worries. Oh, thank you, Dan M, for jumping back on, uh, for joining us. Dan, jumping back on. He jumped oh, back on. God, if you want to take a nap, feel free to do so now, because we're going to go through Bin Toddy of the Week. We obviously didn't have an episode last week. Bin Toddy of the Week. Uh, so right. Bin Toddy of the Fortnite for Rages. Um, who, yeah. did you, who did you have last week for your Bin Toddy? Um, um, Nom, nom, nom. Who you got? Obviously, no one. Remember, so if you want to um, read yours out for this. I'll read out. Okay, mine for this week was uh, none other than oh, that's right, yeah. Big Sammy Draper. He, oh, um, We've got so many big men in this goddamn team. He'll probably play on the wing anyway, Sammy, so that's good. Probably stick Sam Draper on the wing or stick him forward because you know what he did? He took the ball out of a rucker contest, split through four defenders, took a bounce and got mowed down. Yeah, and but what I saw was he took the ball out of the middle and he actually out, was outpacing four different blokes for a good you said a run? or something. So, it's like Tommy when he runs back on defense. <laughs> <laughs> Same sort of gravy, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he was... Do you want to read the, the stats? What, yeah, I'll read the stats. So I've got uh, Sam Draper mowed down. That's one of his stats. Mowed down, yeah. Um, he had four kicks, three frees against, and for all your super coach lovers out there, he had 100, 108 super coach. Yeah, go figure that one out. Probably all from that run out of the middle. I would have yeah, they're probably just like, oh, give him all the points now and put like a little hot thing next to him. Yeah, because it was hot. So that's um, that's good. My Bentotti mm. the week before mm. was in Geelong's loss. I thought I really had to highlight that because they, lo- they lost. Who did they lose to? I don't they think lost we lost. Frio. No, that's yeah. not right. That's not right. Frio Heave Ho. 
Free yo heave ho. Yeah, you do that bit. I'm going to give my uh, nomination to De- Dempsey. What's his first name? Oliver. Ollie. Yeah. Ollie. Basketball Ollie background. Ollie Dempsey for his basketball background, but not only that, <sighs> his uh, second game as told to me by Sam. He had uh, the three disposals. So well done for Dolly Dempsey. But not, not a kick, though. A three-hand, no, three handballs. Didn't, didn't make contact with Sharon and Shu for the entire the entirety of the game, actually. Um, so kudos to him. And um, he's obviously got the basketball background, as we do. Everyone at John has that basketball Everyone background. Everyone has that. So, uh, Ollie Dempsey, where does he play? Is he uh, just a... He probably plays in the twos now. I think he got dropped. So well, good. positionally... Uh, uh, he plays up forward because he's got the basketball background, so he's just uh, good, like, scoring goals. So he just bounces it, probably. Um, mm. So, so mm. Sammy Draper and uh, Ollie Dempsey, welcome to uh, the Ben Toddy, a real uh, induction sort of thing. We'll get uh, we'll get the post out probably later tonight or tomorrow about Liam Baker, Pat Nash, and uh, Big Al. <laughs> Al. Al's toy barn. Al's probably toy stick barn. a photo of Al's Clarkson on Al's toy barns. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, you can probably get around to that whenever you can. Yep, I'll do that. Um, what else we got? We got tiaps. The tiaps. Yeah, with a U. The U, might I mention. Um, I'll quickly just jump onto what we did the previous week. Nothing oh split goodness. us in the week where the Tigers smashed the Eagles. That Are week. you sure? Because I think something did split us. Oh, you're right. Actually, I'm saying that now. I just, I think yeah, just glossed over it. Game that you had no, to, um, no. To that's not, for. That can't be right. No, no. that is right. That's... That's right. I tipped Port and they beat St. Kilda. Two, three, oh, four, man. Five, six, seven. May as well start filling the bucket, bucket. Up ice. Fill it up. Like, <laughs> uh, but it's not done yet because. Well, I mean. Seven. So you got seven that week. I got six. Uh, this last week, we obviously. I tipped all the teams that won, I'm pretty sure. So. Mm, you probably, yeah. You probably <laughs> did tip Gold Coast over Sydney. Um, I did actually because they just they just love it up there. Don't well, they? you didn't. I'll tell you who I tipped. Ready? Wait, no. Okay, go. I can't remember the margins, but we we no, we didn't that. get. I actually got really close to the margin, believe it yeah, or not. But you didn't actually. No, but I almost got it, so we might as well just give it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I did. Um, the Bulldogs Frio. You had. Oh, we actually did margins for both games because they were both Friday night games. Yes, yes, we did do that. Um, and I didn't really get So you had dogs games. by 25. How much did they win by? They lost by 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had dogs by seven. I had Freo by 68. You had Freo by 42. How much did they win by? 78. Oh, I definitely oh. said 78. 78? I said 78. Um, Absolutely not. Nevertheless, we... I tipped Richmond. Because you always tip your team, and you probably tip Collingwood because you thought, oh, wait, I've, I've got my tips here. I tipped, tipped. I tipped the Tigers, and then who next game? Sydney. I tipped the, I tipped the Swans. Then who? Yeah, fuck off. You tipped Geelong. I know you tipped the Giants. <laughs> Geelong. Geelong. Uh, I, Brisbane. All the home teams. Oh, I tipped Hawthorne. <laughs> Why? Because Clarko's winch. No, but but Marvel, you're missing Marvel. <laughs> Uh, um, fuck. Wait, does that mean? always turns it on. Twitter always, always turns it on, love. On a Sunday, on a sun, on a Sunday, Arvo, nonetheless. That was a Saturday night. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> nonetheless, that was a Saturday night. Uh, so I... That did you get? Away once more. Wait, uh, what did you get? Wait, you got... Did you get one that I didn't? No, I so I took the Dockers. I got Essendon. There's always two, one game that splits us, and I say... Three... Uh, Four, five, six. I got six, I think. 
So you would have got seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Okay. You are having a string up. So I'm down by two. Down by three. I'm down by four. Not terrible for me, but also oh, terrible. It's pretty shocking. You've had a string of you've had uh back to back sevens, and I've had back to back sixes. So something to to look at because obviously I stink. I can't really remember our um our predictions. Um, my prediction was that I would get six tips right, and I did. So that's good. Oh, so you got that right. Um, I'm Man, what did I say? I don't remember our pictures. I might have written it. I might have written it down, actually. Um, no, we didn't have an episode. No, we didn't have... Round seven. Round seven. Okay, let's round have a look. Seven predictions. I think oh, we did... Did uh, the Lions play this? That was like prediction four. was going to... It was going to be um, Dogs, Essendon, Carlton North, order score over 100 points, but then I changed it to something else, and then I can't remember what I changed it to. So I don't have anything written down. That's... Um, Anyway, enough of that. We may as well continue with our tips and my leader four. Tips, our tips this week. Around nine. Oh my you goodness! You have no mates because you're winning by be four. No, I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to start really actually trying now. I wasn't trying before. Yeah, well, I I was really trying, so I probably need to. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, All right, Friday night game. We've got fuck. I love the Friday night games and not the Thursday night games. How good is that? Pies and Bulldogs. Oh, oh this is uh, well, this is actually for the you, you tip first. No, because you know who I'm gonna tip. I'm gonna tip the Bulldogs. The um, Bulldogs. the doggies, and I'm gonna doggies, doggies, doggies. So I'm gonna you tip, gonna tip. I'm gonna tip the dogs as well. because uh, you just yeah. Um, I like to think the same Saturday, as you. Super Saturday. I'm going to tip my team, my team, my Tigers. Mm, mm, your Tigers. I'm going to tip the Tigers as well. I like Dusty Martin coming back. Yeah, I like Dustin. Ooh, we go to Tassie for the long sleeve. Oh, uh, put your long for the long oh, sleeve cup. This is, a, this is a tight little. Is this the Jared Polak cup? Tight little number. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, or the yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Port down there in Tassie. I don't know how long it's been since they played in Tassie, but uh, I'm going to go with Port. Port I'm going the Rubers. Uh, Rubers. I am going off the line here. I reckon oh, the Rubers pull out. St. Kilda versus Geelong. <laughs> down oh, at Marvel. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're going to tip. There's yeah. some real splitting games here. I'm telling you, there's some real splitters. I'm going to go. Where are you going? Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Geelong because I. Oh love, fuck you! No, you. Should... <laughs> I love and you'll probably go Geelong too because by nature you. I go for cats. You, yeah. you know what? I will. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Swans Essendon. Essendon coming off a big win. Don't you? Don't you oh, forget that, Raiders. Then Swans coming off a big loss. So I'll tip them. Oh, fuck! I'll tip the Swans as well. <laughs> uh, Crows, Crows, and Brisbane. Oh, uh, what's well, gonna happen here? I actually can see Adelaide winning that. So tip well, then maybe tip them. That'd be good. I'm going Brisbane. Well, you're the one that needs to catch uh, up, so probably, you probably tip that. Uh, Lions. Oh, the Suns at Metricon are a team to be feared. Mm, so I'm tipping Freo. So am I. <laughs> oh, Sunday. Super Sunday. GWS versus Carlton. Who's going to win that, Sam? Probably GWS. I'd tip him if I were you. Yeah, they're, they're actually in red hot form after losing by 55 points the week prior, so I'm going to tip the Blues on that note. Yeah, me too. And um, um, the last start, the game of the round, <laughs> everyone's been waiting for. West Coast, have, you know what? After a few, after <laughs> is it actually five twenty? Yeah, it's the five twenty. Oh my god, it's <laughs> after having a few um, Saturday night games and a Friday night game. <laughs> they 
demoted to the Sunday to the Sunday slot where they rightfully the late should be Sunday, playing. So they've got time to recover from their night out on the Saturday night. So that so you think they're in for a big one? Um, be, yeah. So I I mean, if I were you, I would I'm them. probably going to tip the demons by 200. So that's oh, good. Okay. So what actually? Who said what separated us this week? North and Port. Fuck me. Oh, you're no, right. you know what? We didn't do margin for the first game. Oh, yeah, that'll separate us. Uh, <laughs> uh, how much are you going to tip them by? Yeah, because you're probably just going to tip the same, so that's good. <laughs> I'll go one less. Seven. Okay. How much are you going to tip them by? Bulldogs by 17. Oh, just adding a 10 on that, so that's good. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <sighs> Oh. Am I going to catch up? Yes, I will. Don't you worry, people who are supporting me at home, because I know there's a lot more supporters of me at home than, than Adagius. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Because like, you're out of touch with society, but seeing how old you are, because you're like yeah. really old. Anyway, I've got um, just one note written down here for some reason. I'm not sure why it's got down here. But in, in the uh, VFL, Frank Singh came back from 48 points down at three-quarter time. Did say that actually. And they beat Carlton by seven points. The so probably don't tip Carlton this weekend because the they're the Dolphins. Yes, I know you're a Miami Dolphins fan. No, I'm Yourself. a Franks and Dolphins man these days, actually, uh, just personally. Uh, predictions for this week. Oh, wow. I'm going to rub my hands together because I really need The Eagles. Oh, yeah? Uh, not show up. Oh. The Eagles bust. The Eagles tired to go fight on their bus <laughs> and not make the game. <laughs> Ties go flat. It's very good. It's actually the um, Dill Buckley Cup, believe it or not, for the Carlton Giants. Oh, the Dill Buckley Cup, yeah. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Girl Coast Frio's the Will Brody Cup. There's so many cups going on. Um, Yops. Oh, wow. Who, what's going on with predictions? What's going to happen here? I reckon. What's silly? I reckon. What do you reckon? I think that... Uh, I reckon once again at Blundstone, there will be uh, goalless first quarter. Are uh, you still on that? I'm still on the goalless first quarter at Blundstone because it's going to be blustery. We're, we're really blustery. getting into winter now. Well, we're not in winter yet, but we're getting there. So it's going to get more blusterier. I, my silly prediction is that a fight will break out in the Dogs Collingwood game and Adam Tullo will be in the middle of it. Adam Law will be in the middle of the fight. Obviously, the Adam Law Cup. Mm, the Pat Lipinski Cup, too. So that'll be... The Pat That's going to be really interesting, actually. Yeah. Okay, that's well, that's... Um, there's your predictions. Probably write that one down, just in case we don't get an episode next week. Um, <laughs> oh, what? No. Well, you've got arthritis, so... Because I'm old. Because <laughs> you're pretty much older than me. Punch on in Dogs Pies, and I've gone with the goalless first quarter at Blundstone. So, blustery Blundstone. Blustery Blundstone. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, anyways, that's. Um, do we have anything else to plug? Oh, what do we plug in? Uh, um, John, we are. Uh, this has come to mind. I started playing. I didn't start playing. I. Um, I learnt Smoke on the Water on the uh, guitar last uh, Saturday night, I believe it was. You have a guitar? No, Friday night. No, I was at a friend's place and he had a guitar. So, I do so when are you auditioning guitar. for... Um, when are you auditioning for... Uh, no, Small Suburbs. When are you going to... I'm going to pull a guitar. Hang on. Live on air. No, don't. Oh, God. And while he does that, because he's not going to edit this, because he can't be bothered. He can't hear me right now. He finds that guitar... 
Um, Smoke on the Water is probably one of the easier songs to play on the guitar. Um, probably play it with my eyes closed. Uh, for, all the, for all those who are listening, Ray just has a new haircut, um, which is really good. I don't know if you can hear me, actually. Um, That's great. Oh, yeah. I was definitely I talking to myself for um, 20 odd seconds. No, so I've, I know the chords to Smoke on the Water, so I'll probably just keep working on that in my own time and um, release that in the coming days. That's all, ladies. Yeah, so look out. The ladies, because yeah, I'll probably learn to play the ukulele while I'm at it, teach Puzzy a few things. But uh, yeah, go. no, um, a nice long episode actually. Here, yeah, and this all you really love the long episodes, trip, so that's fantastic, absolutely. Um, that's excellent. Um, I guess, well, what were you saying about John? Sorry, what was that about John? Uh, John, we're no longer well, we haven't lost, we're no longer drawless, yep, because we drew. If- with me and Michael out of the side last oh, week, yeah. a rage has it stepped sort of in. Shows where we're at as a side. It's a reality check. It's something we needed. The draw was a reality check, yes. And we go into tomorrow night um, with an even bigger game in our hands. Undermanned with me and you out. Yes, I will be there. I have plenty of filming to do. Um, I'll be there. We can commentate, bit of sideline yeah, commentary we'll from us will be good. All that. Um, so that should be fantastic. But um, oh, it's been a pleasure meeting up again this week, Samuel. It's been an absolute pleasure. Of it feels like I haven't seen you in like a whole week because normally we record every like, week. It feels like it's an honour for me to talk to someone as disabled as you are right now. It really is. It's fantastic. And, and, it's, it's good for and just show. really quickly, I, I feel like it's an honour and a privilege that I get to talk to someone as wise and experienced as you are mm. and all the things that you've been through in life. Mm. No, I've been through more than you. Um, not the arthritis, but I'm sure I'll get there. So hopefully it's not contagious. Be careful. Guys, I'd stay away from Sam if I were you because I think his arthritis is contagious. Don't touch me. <laughs> no, don't touch me. Stop. <laughs> really stiff. <laughs> yeah, so um, for any of those people watching that, we'll see Sam in real life. Uh, stay away because I'll give you arthritis. <laughs> his arthritis subsides. So, um. That's all she wrote, and uh, bless me before we go. Bless, bless me. Uh, may the bare necessities of life come to you. Oh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Thanks, and to you too. Yes, mm-hmm. because right, bye, uh, bye, 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 bye now. Bye, bye. see you later. Bye.